the, the donut, donut box. The donut box. It's 2024, and with the new year usually comes the new year goals. If you are the type of person who has struggled with setting your new year's resolutions and goals and following through, and at the end of the year feel terrible about it, well, same. And today, we are going to be talking about that, as well as the strategies that you can do in order for you to reach your goals. My name is Joe Sebastian, I'm a registered nutritionist and dietitian, and you're listening to The Donut Box, where we unbox stories and talk about things we usually don't talk about. And if you're ready, let's unbox this story. Happy, Happy New Year. Year! It's Joe. And it's Elijah. And you're listening to The, the Donut, Donut Box. Box. It is 2024. We made it. It's a new year. Wait, wasn't yesterday just like 2022? Well, a few days ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, f- a few, a few many days ago. But you're correct. Yes. <laughs> that, no, honestly, that's how 2023 felt. It, I felt like 2022 was just like literally yesterday, but apparently a whole year passed and now it's 2024. What the heck? I wonder how this year is going to be. I'm. Ex- it's always exciting when when it hits a new year. You know, New Year's are always pretty exciting because you're like you feel fresh and all of those things. You have all of these goals set. January is always the most exciting month, and then the rest of the year is kind of just like what's happening. It's January, February, March, April, May. June, July, August, <laughs> and then next year again. I did that in the last episode. I said that last oh, year. Oh, did you? Yeah. How would I know that was last year? It's been a year since <laughs> no. you said that joke. You say people say that wrong. They're like, it's been a year since I see you. No, you had to say, I haven't seen you since last year because oh, yeah, it I hasn't been a year. That's well, you like, haven't. <laughs> that always says that like in the whenever it's like January one, we're always like, oh my god, I haven't showered since last year, and then Daddy's like. It's until now I need to shower. It's like no, Malay. It's not like that. Don't out yourself like that. Don't get it wrong. It has to be since last year because it's just like a day past. But but anyway, um, with the new year usually comes your new year goals as well. Everybody has these. Um, ideas, feeling fresh, feeling exciting, definitely understand that. But in most cases, we don't always follow or get to do our goals. Let's talk about that. What are some of the previous goals that you've had in the past few years and how has that been for you? I actually didn't set one oh. in, 2020, in 2023. Like not one? Not even one? I think the last time I actually set a new year's goal was pre-pandemic oh Oddly so you, enough, you don't do like new year's resolutions right down you didn't do that for the past no. few years oh. i usually do the last one was yeah 2019 2020 i don't know maybe was i stressed in school i don't know but i don't know i, I think i just lost i think i just lost that motivation <laughs> and motivation oh, okay. to make a new because mm-hmm. i i always i always end up expecting too much mm. or biting more than i can chew and I'd, I'd get disappointed so i'd rather not make because goals are technically expectations right well in a way because oh. you're working towards okay. it yeah so if you don't meet those goals slash expectations then you just end up getting disappointed that's true that's true and to be honest 
when pandemic happened, it just felt like a blur. So I guess, I guess, oh, <laughs> it was okay that meshed together. You're just like, yeah. I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> My <laughs> resolution is to get out of this unharmed. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. Um, that's actually an interesting way to put it because I think it's it's fair. You know, not everyone has to set these New Year's resolutions, and I I have I am the type of person who will buy a new planner and have a specific page there that's like twenty twenty three goals or whatever year. Like I, I do that. <laughs> no, wait. no, that's me. That's how I know that that was my last year because I always get the Starbucks planner. Oh. I always get the stickers mm-hmm. for the winter months. Right? Mm-hmm. You get the stickers. Well, in the Philippines, I don't think they do it here, but you get the stickers. And then we save enough the stickers, you get a free Starbucks free planner. planner. Mm-hmm. Free, yeah, free. But you spent so much money for it. And well, I think the last one I free, did, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last time I got one was that twenty nine, like twenty eighteen, going into twenty nineteen. That oh, was my last one. Okay, I, we've never done that. Like my sisters and I would sometimes try to collect, like, we, but we don't have Starbucks enough, and now we're not doing Starbucks, so it's like we're we're not even doing that. But I always get a planner from Typo because I I don't know I just. I want to be that person who has a planner because it feels so good to check things off your list. But I've learned that I'm more of a notes girl. Like I put my all of my stuff in my notes instead of my planner. And so I guess maybe this year I won't do it, but I do want still a planner. But you're right. I do have yeah. that this year's resolutions or goals. And I have yeah. been more realistic with myself over time where before it was like, lose 30 pounds this year like have a six pack of abs and like do this and that like my goals were very 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 idealistic and now it's a little bit more realistic for myself where it's like okay um this uh, try your best to like put out at least this many videos (laughs) something like that you know it's more of like habit-based rather than specific outcome-based slowly it's getting there not saying that it is like that just yet but i've noticed that my goals have shifted over time as well no i totally agree with you (laughs) like (laughs) back in high school it's like I'm going to grow taller this year. I'm oh. just like, I'm so stupid. Oh, yeah. That cannot happen anymore. My genetics said no. Oh, <laughs> that's then, the type of goals you would have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it shifted to, if I can control my height, and at that time, that was when my eating disorder started to flourish. Well, mm. flourish. And that it was, it was, it shifted from um, g- gaining height to losing weight, oh. right? Yeah, where I would be like, yeah, you, I need to I just want to, what if you manifested not gaining any height because you were like losing weight and then it's like the weight that you lost was the height you could have gained? I don't <laughs> think that's how the body works. <laughs> Oops, I could have, I could have been taller, but. <laughs> the only way that would have worked is that if I went to, I don't know to china and get my shins broken and you know that that surgery where you would yeah. you would gr- you would break your bones to make it make you taller yeah that's the only way i, I was i think i stopped does that growing. Actually work? yeah it does mm-hmm. you can add up to like four inches but is i'm it, not mistaken is it how dangerous is it? like would you be able to have full movement of of your usual knees like can you still jump and dunk uh, like a I, basketball player i'm not too familiar with the with the process I'm not sure if I'm pretty sure it's not the femur, which is the biggest 
bone in the leg, right? I think mm-hmm. it's it's in the shin bones that they that they do it too. Whoa. But I don't know. Okay. But I, I'm I'm guessing that your mobility and stuff is gonna be all hindered. I mean, you're you're not supposed yeah. to break your bones on purpose. I would have to see your skin. Do they stretch what? it? You don't have enough skin yeah. for that, do you? Uh, I mean, it's just at. I don't know. Do you get <laughs> stretch marks there? Because I don't know. That's anyways. a good question. We'll, anyways, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I shifted from from that thinking to, oh, I gotta lose weight, I gotta mm-hmm. get abs, and then I think sometimes it will work, and then it would be too hard, or I would I would lose focus or focus, right? Mm. Quote, air quotes or or what do you call discipline? Yeah, quote, you don't unquote. have enough willpower. You're just you're weak. You know that those yeah. thoughts. Mm-hmm. I I feel like. Mm, like leading up to the years my goal setting was very much skewed to very unattainable well i wouldn't say unattainable because i have attained it but it was unrealistic mm-hmm. okay well maybe not unrealistic but like what we've mentioned is like it was just unsustainable in that sense exactly where it's like yeah. yes and and that's also one of the things that i realized in my goals there were a lot of the ones that i would reach like there were a lot of goals that i would be able to do but i would never be able to maintain it because like we always say there was no foundation to that like there was nothing that would help me keep that up there was no system to it and wait i'm gonna grab my planner and see what my goals were for last year because i still have my planner and fun fact i would get planners but i would never write in them i don't know why i would for the first few months and then the next three months after that okay guess what month i last wrote on my wellness journal um it's called the wellness diary from typo because i love it so cute okay is that for the year of 23 2023 yeah what's the last month first three days of march <laughs> I got the June, but then I did skip wow, like I did. That's, that's half of the year. I did skip like multiple weeks in April, and then multiple weeks. It's like it's like every Monday I would write on my planner, and then <laughs> like it. So like Monday is the new January kind of thing. You know what you should put <laughs> on your twenty twenty four planner. Your resolution is to write in my planner at least once or twice a week. Or something okay, like that. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good right? one. Uh-huh. So, so just okay. because if you if you buy it, at least it won't be a waste of money. That's true. Okay, so here in my bucket list. Okay, so I've actually shifted, and this is actually something we wanted to talk about. It's like, how are you supposed to set goals for the year, right? Because every time we set these huge goals, earn this much money, lose this much weight, um, do this and do that, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but. If we're talking specifically towards health goals, something we have to look at is, are we only focused on the goal itself? Or are we also taking into consideration the journey or the amount of effort it would take to get there? You know, because those are usually the things that kind of pull us back from that. I agree. It's like you end up looking at the destination or the actual end line versus like, oh, this is what it would take to reach that. And when you when you don't prepare f- or set yourself for that journey or that in between, that's when you lose sight of the goal. That's when the goal becomes either unattainable or you lose track or you you know not end up yeah. attaining that. It's goal. also more of you're now doing anything you can 
just to reach that goal because in your mind that's it i gotta reach that goal then that's gonna make me so happy that's gonna make me feel so successful and so you sacrifice whatever you can just for that goal and that's something that i really shifted from let's say 2020 i guess i started shifting my new year's resolution since 2019 so you stopped writing yours in 2019 i started shifting the way i wrote my new year's resolutions in 2019 into more either habit-based or very simple things like a bucket list so they're like just simple things that would help me experience life or help me Mm -hmm. enhance my overall habits and things like that so there are things that you can like put as a challenge for yourself and then there are things you can put like on your bucket list so for example on my bucket list of 2023 was to learn a hobby and i was able to do tennis you yeah, mm-hmm. but that's not a hobby. That's life now. Yeah, it's life now. It started off as a hobby, but <laughs> it's hobby. It's, yeah, yeah, but now it's my life. You know, <laughs> things change. <laughs> um, I that also, is your personality now. <laughs> yeah, I also put um do a fun run. Now I think this one was I did my half marathon in twenty twenty three. Was it a fun run? Well, <laughs> it, was, it seemed like it was you. A it seemed run. like you like yeah. It seemed like you had a very traumatizing run. It was an injury run. <laughs> no, and that's one of the samples of like I put that in here, but it wasn't something that I actually wanted to do and continue. So I did anything I could just to run a twenty one kilometer. But I stopped running after that and I even injured myself because I was like, okay, just run the 21 kilometers so that you can say that you have run a half marathon, aka I limped that half marathon. But that's like one of those examples of where like, okay, I'm just gonna run a marathon by the end of the year. But like running is not even in your, in your like things of like that you like to do. You know, there, there are these things you have to look at is, is this goal for me or is it just for the fact that I want to say that I have been able to do it? Because yeah. there are I, goals that you can do like that. But are yeah, also- no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, where it's like, I don't really like running. Uh, I'm going to do a fun run. So why would you do a half marathon if you don't like running when you could have just done a five kilometer type of, right? Are you talking it's to like, me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> or in general, right? Because uh-huh. that's the easiest example. And that's mm-hmm. it's like right there. And you've, <laughs> you've experienced it where it's like, will I suffer this half marathon? I didn't really, really train for it. You did, but like... Yeah, I think that's also my like problem running. is I, I only gave myself... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did only give myself 11 days to, to do it. So that was, that was also yeah. a big problem of... I could have learned to love running if I had done it in a gradual way, but because I did it so fast and just like just put myself in there, I was traumatized. <laughs> yeah, and Joe jo, jo was like, "Can you help me make an eleven-day program to run my first ever half marathon?" And in my head, I'm like, "Um, okay, you're gonna peak. I don't know when you're gonna peak, but you're, this is not gonna be fun." But you know, kudos to her. She she still did it, but that's what it is right you you end up finishing a goal but then you didn't enjoy it you don't do it again and it's like what was the point of it just to say that you did it which is again it's okay to have those goals but you have to look mm-hmm. at it and like because there are people who will really have those goals of like yeah i just want to be able to do this and be able to do that or say that i've been able to do this and that and again that is perfectly fine but there is always that consideration especially when it comes to your health goals how is this going to actually make a positive impact for me moving forward 
right? Like, what is this going to entail for me to do? And how am I going to do it? And will it actually add value to my life? Or is it just going to be something that I check off the list and never come back to in that sense? I have another one here, which is... So this is one of the goals that I've always, always have in my list of goals. This is something I've had since, I guess, 2015. It was to do a back walk, and I still cannot do a back walk. And to my surprise, well, I'm not even surprised. Of course, you're not going to be able to do it. I've never seen you practice it once, except for like one time, and that was probably like two years ago. I practice every January. For your information. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe that was the last time I saw you do it. Or like I would see you practicing hand handstands against the wall and I would that would probably be your practice for the backwalk, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what a backwalk is, a backwalk is essentially when you do like um what do you call that? You do a back bend and then you push your legs up and then you end up standing up. I don't know if that's a good description, but that is a backwalk. I've always wanted to be able to do that. And I think the reason or the thing, I think what I was actually looking for in the backwalk is more of like flexibility. Like the goal that I wanted there was flexibility to have to be flexible again, like I was before, you know, and I, I don't know how, how to get there again. It's just, I think I just put way, way, way too many goals on my list that it was so overwhelming because I was like thinking about it. Okay, that means I have to spend 30 minutes stretching every single day so that I can get my my flexibility back. But I also have to spend like an hour at the gym lifting weights because I have to be able to gain mu- muscle. And I also have to do 30 minutes of cardio because I want to be able to um, to like lose fat or something like that and to help my heart health. So now that's two hours of working out and fitness that I have to dedicate. But that wasn't something that I really wanted to do like I didn't really want to spend two hours of the day working out now I do because I have to play tennis but like in that instance you know and that's like what you have to do with looking at all of your goals do they complement each other do they play a role with each other because it's gonna be hard to try to fit every single thing into your life you know I actually uh I was actually gonna bring that up it's similar to what you said um, with I've been setting such high goals and so many goals over the years that you know that and I end up failing a lot of them because of whether it be poor planning or maybe the goals were just too extravagant or any any excuse or reason that I wasn't able to attain the goals that I wanted to do. I think I ended up fearing making goals um, in terms of like anything like lifestyle, health, whatever. And maybe maybe subconsciously that's the reason why maybe I haven't set any goals is because of the fear of not being able to attain them. Like I said, right? you make expectations and if you don't make it, you get disappointed. And I feel like deep down, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like it's that fear of failing to achieve that is what's holding me back. Like, for example, yours was, was back walks. For me, it was actually just getting back my old flexibility. I um, For... Fun fact, I've been doing martial arts from 2007 to like 2015, guys. Mm-hmm. I stopped cold turkey when I, I don't know why, I just did. Why not? You don't um, eat turkey anymore? I hate turkey. <laughs> <laughs> except, Wait, except, what, you except, hate turkey? 
Except in turkey sandwiches. Anything else, like unless it's like a soul food grandma in New Orleans mm. or somewhere in the south makes New a, a nice <laughs> New Orleans uh, makes makes like a really nice turkey dinner, then no, I don't like I don't like mm-hmm. turkey. Right? It's like it's a it's a, a D tier type of wow, chicken uh, like bird meat for me. Anyways. Oh wait, but have you except eaten turkey bacon? I love turkey bacon. Like okay. those are those are okay, but like if we're talking about just eating the turkey, like you cook yeah. the whole turkey. Like during mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I, uh, anyways, yeah, I don't like it. But back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. I stopped cold turkey. And through the years, <laughs> I started becoming less and less flexible. Like, I could do um, full front slits, uh, splits, both legs. I could do a fairly deep, like, side split, like, not all the way. Mm-hmm. And then as I stopped, like, and stopped doing kicks, I could kick over. I could kick someone who was, like, six foot two. Like, that's how high I could kick. And like, do you mean your time... legs are actually six feet long? Like, if you stretch your legs, yeah, you're six feet long. I can, the, the edge of the edge of my my the tip of my toes could hit someone in the cheek that's six foot two. Bent over, like they're bent over. No, because <laughs> you 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 basically you're doing a side split, so you're yeah, sideways yeah. like you that. You mean that the yeah. length of your legs stretch out is to about around six roughly feet. six foot two? Yeah. You're so tall, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sideways or <laughs> splitted. Yeah. But anyways, back back to the story. It's like and as the years progressed, like I could I can't even do like the front splits anymore. Mm-hmm. Doing doing like um split type like stretches, touching my toes is so hard. So I was like I'm going to start um getting more flexible. And then just the thought of like like what you said, I got overwhelmed. Like, oh, that means I got to stretch for 45 mm-hmm. minutes a day. I got to do this. And then I just ended up not doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I accepted that I'm not going to be flexible anymore. You know what? The other thing is also I took my flexibility for granted because I would do like a split once a year where I'm like, just to check if it's still there. And I'd be like, I still got it. Okay, we're good. No need to work that out. And then over the years, it was like, oh no, I can't do it anymore. Like I thought I could still do it, but I can't. Yeah, she's lying. She can still do it. <laughs> no, she I did can't. it like a few months ago. You can. I, I can't. I can't splits. do. I can't do a full split anymore. Like it's really. It's 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 not super high, but it's like it's not like before anymore. But guys, by uh, and there's pain. Like soci- I am societal in pain. standards. <laughs> by societal standards, Joe is still pretty flexible. Just letting you guys know. Well, that's because I also did ballet for like years, you know. So that yeah. there's that aspect of that. But like, the that's just the thing. Like sometimes we also take a lot of the things that we have already for granted, where it's like we forget that it's a skill that we already have. We forget that these are things that we can do, and then we're focused so much on another goal. We let the other things that we we've achieved kind of slip back or anything like that. I don't know. That's just like thinking back on that. Oh, I I did have in my goal to solve a Rubik's cube and oh, did we did that. that. We, bo- did we, we that. both did that. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just want to credit I Joe I because same here because <laughs> <laughs> tennis took over. I just want to credit Joe because a lot of the stuff that I that she started as a hobby that she wanted to set became mine as well, and I've grown to love it. So like, I'm really happy that yeah, she was welcome. able to help me do that. <laughs> But yeah, like wait, what my... else aside from Dennis? Rubik's cubing. Oh yeah. What do you I mean? I think it's your competitiveness. I think you're just like, oh, she's doing. It. I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wasn't like when you first made me play tennis or like asked me to play tennis. At first, I was hesitant. I was like, ah, tennis. Okay, fine. And then I grew to love it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Whatever. Anyway. 
Oh, I put in my bucket list to learn how to do laundry, and I did that. So I do know how to do laundry. I've known before. It's just that, you know, there are certain times where you're like, you're not fully sure on what to do. But anyways, um, I think we can actually put your goals into like two separate things of like, okay, skills that I want to learn, life skills mm-hmm. that you want to learn, and then like big things that you want to achieve but don't set it up for like just a year's time you know there are certain things yep. that that are not just a year's time yep. type of goal and then you would have your yearly goals which are simple and set on building foundation and habits you know i think for at least me i think that's what i'm going to start doing is like skill-based goals like learning how to do laundry or learning to solve a rubik's cube just like fun stuff that you want to kick off of your bucket list and then you have okay let's do that again you have your bucket list goals like i want to be able to solve a rubik's cube i want to do like a hike in this specific place and then you have like your skill based of everyday things that you want to learn you want to do like no taxes and stuff like that because what the hell is that what, what is taxes definitely should be taught in in schools um and then you have your habit building, your daily habits that you want to build your foundation towards your health and and all of that. And you would have your major goals, which is something that we would really look at for a longer term, not just one year, but like over time, you know, that I feel like that's what I would do now. That's actually, um, you know, sometimes I feel so stupid because, you know, I've, I've been taught by amazing professors. And one of the, one of the classes that I took in college it was uh, sports psychology. And one of the biggest things that we talked about was goal setting. Right. And sometimes I feel like I took that class for granted because a lot of the teachings and the way that we without it was taught to us by like she's actually our professor then in the Philippines is one of two sports psychologists like well-known renowned sports psychologists that are doctors like doctor in sport in sports psychology uh she was a sports psychologist of manny pacquiao and uh yeah she was re like the way she sets goals that's how that's how she did it with pacquiao at that time was setting goals with him to help him attain whatever he wanted to attain and um so you split it up into three categories you have your long-term goals your medium-term goals and your short-term goals and each of those goals align with your long-term goals right long-term goals would be like it could be anywhere within a year or more whatever your outcome your pure outcome maybe if it's in sports let's be nothing you're 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 you're, you want to become a boxer and you say in five years i want to win a tournament or become a champion so that would be your long-term goal and leading up to that it's like you have your checkpoints and your milestones that that would be your medium term and your short term goals your short term goals would be like day to day and that leads you to like habit building your short term goals become your goals to help you build these habits that will equip you further down the line because like me and joe always tell uh, i'm not sure if we have but discipline takes you a lot like it can only take you a long way right sometimes laziness or some other factors will will overpower discipline but a way to overcome that would be to be able to set these habits that you can give yourself that that even if you're lazy even if you're tired you still do it because it became a habit and you and you do it it becomes a for it becomes in a nature right yeah but um i do want to add to that i do think it's also good to redefine discipline because mm-hmm. i think most yeah. of the time people think discipline is just like hardcore like push yourself 
discipline like you know we have this very bro gym bro mentality of what discipline is and i feel like there's that discipline doesn't have to be like that discipline can be knowing up the right intention and you have in your goal and being able to keep yourself in the direction or the path that you want to be in but it doesn't ha- mean like you are every single day pushing yourself so hard but you you see the bigger picture and you keep yourself on that path i feel like that's yeah. discipline you know yeah i think that's true where it's like as long as you're taking two step forwards one step back type of thing where you're keeping that checks checks and balances i think discipline yeah includes like checks and balances right where for the most part you're doing yourself to move forward if you move back that's okay it doesn't mean you're not disciplined there's just reasons there's just uh factors that will lead you to maybe not move forward you know when to like uh when to push versus like okay i'm pushing too hard i'm gonna dial it back it's the same thing with with like with working out you can't always train 100 to the point where you might injure yourself right you have deloads you have you know different types of things to help you which we can talk about in another episode you guys if you want to learn more about like technical fitness stuff okay continue yeah but yeah so discipline isn't doesn't have to be rigid there 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 we go i think that's the term discipline does not have to be rigid discipline can be flexible right yeah which i know sounds counter in like intuitive or like what discipline is i and again that's because we have to kind of redefine what essentially discipline means for us like does discipline mean hardcore or does discipline mean you're able to continue a behavior you know to continue building your behaviors and your path and i just looked it up it says train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way so you know it's part of your habits it's part of your system but it doesn't mean that you are hard core into it at every single aspect and moment of your life yeah i mean some people be like what about me what about all the people in the gym who are are doing it blah blah but if you think about it the majority average aren't gym bros they're probably people who end up trying to do that and failing because the discipline wasn't there right you some people can push and push and push and, and hold on to it and not burn out but some people will and that's why we talk about habit uh, forming habit building because i think it ties in with that so-called non-rigid discipline where you're not you're not killing yourself you're not overdoing it but you're building habits so it becomes part of your life where right and then you can start incorporating it into your workouts or whatever where where you're where it becomes a lifestyle type of thing right where uh, whereas all you have is discipline and what if you're not like one of those gym bros that can do it then you end up failing and then you end up blaming yourself right saying oh my discipline failed also in that aspect of sometimes we think discipline is to go hardcore and to sacrifice every single thing in your life in order for you to reach your goal where that can also be negative in in our life because like you're pushing yourself so much and then you're you end up missing out 
on these other things like before we've discussed this a few times it's like there are so many times i have spent so focused on weight loss and the discipline of losing weight i'm not gonna hang out with my friends because why am i gonna have such a high calorie meal eating out when i can just have a low calorie meal at home and then we're pushing discipline to that to that side of um keeping us from being able to actually enhance our life because there's something i always say to my clients is food and nutrition and exercise they should enhance your life not control it and the moment that they do control it is the moment that you have to reassess right and that's why it's so important to look into your goals and see okay what is my goal and what is the path that i want to take to get there is this a doable thing in the short term in the midterm or is this more of a long-term goal so now you look at those different aspects because you have to see where that fits for you and how you can start applying it and being realistic with it yeah exactly so it's like it which brings you back to the whole long-term midterm short-term goals right your long-term goal like let's go back to the boxing thing you want to become a champion midterm goal you want to join maybe at least 15 tournaments by then and then leading up to that to that midterm goal you say like, okay um, I'm gonna sign up for a gym member uh, for a boxing gym membership. I'm gonna practice my jabs, uh, like, do do little things, right? Where, you know, that may sound hard, but you know, you you at least you're able to like space it out and form a habit where break it down. By the time you get to your midpoint, your mid goal checkpoint, you're like, yeah, this is doable. Yeah, I got to my. I was able to do 10, 15 tournaments. It's like okay, this is doable, and you keep building on that habit, and you keep training, and you steadily increase, giving your. But you're also giving yourself some balance. When you get to the point of your long term, it's like yeah, I think I am ready to join a big tournament. You join a big tournament, and that's where you test yourself. Am I able to attain that goal? But at least throughout that journey, you were able to build habits, and achieve smaller goals along the way where even if you fail that long-term goal at least you can reassess and be like what else can i do or what type of other goals or can i reassess this goal can i switch this goals to make it become attainable maybe not a champion but maybe a smaller tournament and become a champion at that or you know because it's a process you're not you have to also accept the fact that you're not going to always achieve the goals that you want no because that would just make life perfect <laughs> no right <laughs> yeah there's always like those times as well to reassess a little bit and actually with that in mind of like okay setting different types of goals for the year is very important and knowing what that goal is like is it a bucket list thing where it's like i want to be able to do this by before i die kind of thing or is it a skill-based thing where you want to learn it because you want to improve your your adulting life like learning taxes and stuff like that like we've mentioned right is it skill based or like um is it a is it what do you call this like a an everyday thing is it a health related goal is it a career related goal what are all of these things and what is a realistic thing to achieve in that sense but what's most important and let's take a look at the different things that we can do to help us reach our goals is to now properly set your intention Okay, so we are focusing a lot on like health goals this year, of course. And it's so important to know what your intention is. Are you doing this goal out of fear? Is it out of fear, out of shame? Or are you doing this goal out of kindness and out of taking care of yourself? Okay, so whenever you set your goals, we want to take a look at the intentions, right? We want to make sure we see 
why am I doing this goal? Like, what is it for? And again, we're going back to health-related goals now because that's what we want to focus on. Why do I do this? Is this out of fear or is this out of wanting to take care of my body? And so here's an example. Let's say I'm going to stop eating sweets. Now, this doesn't this isn't necessarily a bad goal because in in uh, what do we call this? Like overall, it has a good it, overall. You have this good direction where like, OK, I want to lessen my sweets. Maybe I'm eating and focusing only on a lot of added sugar in my diet, right? So it would be logical for us to think, I want to just, I want to stop eating sweets. I just, I eat too much. But this becomes a, a goal out of fear. And now the whole year, you are only focused on the fact that you are not supposed to eat sweets. And that's it. You're just thinking about that. You're so focused on that, that it takes over that mindset. And now you're, you're kind of working on this goal out of fear, where if you focus on a goal of taking care of yourself, being kind to yourself, learning about yourself, and adding value, your goal will shift to, I want to eat more fiber. Maybe by chance, as I eat more fiber, it will lower my added sugar intake. But my main focus is to create this goal and make this goal something that sticks, something that's a habit, rather than focusing on fear throughout the whole year of like I am not I'm 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 being surrounded by sweets sweets are everywhere I am going to do what I can take steps that I can to add more fiber so take a look at your goal your health related goal your habit-based goal is it out of fear or is it out of taking care of yourself and wanting to add value yeah that's how do you do that with like losing weight how can you do that in a way where it's like where it's yeah where it's for positivity and like with that intention versus like i'm scared to gain weight or i'm scared that i'm gonna look fat etc mm-hmm. etc well how, how, how would you set that well i feel like that's something to talk about like in a whole other episode because like we have to go down through like different routes of like building your foundation and things like that and that's why every time somebody wants to lose weight we always start first with like are you what are you doing it for is always the first question. So that's already setting your intention. Are you doing it out of fear of because what's going to happen if I gain this weight? How are people going to think about me? My doctor said I have to do this and do that. Or is it out of self-care and self-kindness where I do want to lose weight, but I'm not going to punish myself just to lose weight. I will still, I'm still focused on health over that and there's a very thin line between losing weight for health and losing weight for punishment of having a body that you have you know so that's already taking a look at that intention in itself it's like what is this for so that every single habit that you do in order for you to reach that goal has the right intention as well okay hmm yeah no that makes sense because a lot of the times when I would set the goals for losing weight, it was because out of fear that people will make fun of me or maybe childhood trauma. And I don't, I wanted that to stop versus like, yeah, uh, I just want to lose weight because I just want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to feel better. I want to, I want to feel better. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do these things again or in a way where it's like, I actually want to incorporate a more balanced diet, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And you take a look at the things where it's like, oh, yep, I I ate a lot of saturated fats this year, like more more so than I 
want to or you know like i didn't have any fiber at all this year mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah so that's kind of that that intention is so so important when it comes to your health goals always uh the next thing is now you've set your intentions and you understand what you have to do and why you're doing it for the next is to kind of check in with uh the steps to get there so for example your goal is to I don't want to do lose weight as a goal because that's always the one that we use and I want to use something else um, for that. Okay, let's say I want to reduce my blood sugar levels. I want to control my blood sugar levels. So now you kind of have to figure out, okay, what does it take for me to get there, right? And of course, that would be best to consult your dietitian and your doctors to help you find a plan um, to properly get there. But usually it would be like, okay, the habits that would help me have better blood sugar is to number one, have better meal timing that's very important so that is my first habit to adjust and to address my meal timing make sure that i am am not strict but more consistent with a specific pattern okay number two is to add more fiber so that's what i know i have to have more fiber number two is to pair your carbohydrates with your protein and your fiber sources whenever you can so it can slow down the blood sugar levels so that's another habit that you're trying to incorporate Maybe to add more movement. Okay, so now you have set down this plan and this strategy. The next step is to reduce friction. So friction is what are the things that's going to keep you from being able to do this habit? For example, I want to eat more fiber, but something that is keeping me from doing this habit is the fact that I don't have money. (laughs) You know, so those are those or I don't have access I don't have access to fiber. I don't have any local markets available near me or I have to go like so far to get it or things like that. Or fresh fruits are so expensive. So you have to look for ways to reduce friction. It doesn't have to be perfect ways of like eliminating everything in your way. But what are ways to make it easier for you to achieve? Okay, for now, I'm going to focus on canned veggies because they are accessible to me or frozen veggies because they will have a better shelf life. If the place I need to get fresh veggies from are so far, this is going to have better shelf life. So you're reducing friction. Hmm, that Actually, you know, I feel like when you, when you say these types of like setting goals and trying to attain them, I feel like not many people do think of it this way, right? Because maybe... It, it it doesn't it see it should seem logical and intuitive but if i well, if i use myself as an example i don't think of it like that you know like oh, i can't do it. i just end up being a debbie downer and be like oh i can't achieve it because so and so factor instead of like what can i do to alleviate that factor or is there a switch in or is there a way to be able to overcome that mm-hmm. and i think it all goes back to like that fear of not being able to attain it yeah right there was this quote that i saw once which is like burnout isn't actually you having so much to do burnout is you being scared of the things that you have to do or like being uh, being overwhelmed by the amount of things you don't want to do is a better is is oh is what God, they mentioned. That, that hits so hard, <laughs> right? Because like with studying for exactly. Step. So like if there are things that oh you don't gosh. want to study, because like of course there are things that are harder yes, to study. Yes, biochemistry yeah. and yes. immunology. <laughs> Same when I was studying for my um my board exam. But like when there are things that you don't want to do, you are more likely gonna procrastinate it. 
you know and the same goes as well if you're feeling like you are a perfectionist you're afraid to fail in those aspects like those are things that lead to burnout it's not so much the amount of things that you have to do although yes that is a big factor as well but in most cases it's the pressure of having to do those things because either we don't want to do it or we're so afraid of the outcome of it you know because there are you can there's a possibility that you will thrive under doing all of these things if they are things that make that excite you and make you feel good about yourself. But if every single thing that you are doing makes you feel terrible, makes you feel anxious, you are not going to be able to do that. Like, let's go back to the intention of just stop eating candies, just stop eating sweets. But you love a little bit of chocolate every now and then. Like, it makes you feel happy. Now you have all of this anxiety and you're going to burn out from constantly thinking about not eating sweets because that is always going to be on your mind, you know. And that's where the curiosity versus judgment mindset really comes in is to what are the things that are causing me friction? Am I just going to judge myself about why I can't reach these goals? Or am I going to try to figure out why I can't seem to build sustainability and consistency from here like maybe it's not my fault maybe I'm so hard on myself but I'm not seeing the bigger picture yeah it's crazy how a lot of these things lead back to fear but it's about just stepping back as to why you're afraid of it and then shifting your mindset and looking at it from a position of intention of fear versus kindness right it's it, it but yeah at the end of the day like all of it is just it leads back to that fear aspect of either not being able to attain it or being overwhelmed and it's and and that's the reason why so many people fail their goals i feel yeah. like and I, I and i don't want you to see yourself as a failure like if you haven't been able to succeed mm-hmm. in your in your new year's resolutions don't think of yourself as a failure okay um, exactly it's just unfortunately part of the process you know so Mm-hmm. I feel like this is so cheesy to say, but just think of yourself as a learner. Like <laughs> you're learning about yourself. <laughs> like, is that cheesy? You know, but they say the cheesiest things are usually sprinkled with tr- not sprinkled. It actually is true. Yeah, <laughs> that's they why they're a cliche cliches, or yeah, they're cheesy. Are true. They're, yeah, because yeah. I think for me, like so many times, I have put lose twenty pounds on my goals, and I've never been able to do that. Do I think of myself as a failure? Before I did. But now I realize that I just didn't learn about diet culture and my relationship with the food and how my body image was essentially terrible at that time. So I, I don't think I failed, although I guess I would feel like I failed my younger self in that sense. But it was it was just that I was still learning and figuring out things, you know, and, and that's okay. And we're always going to be a learner, you know, so that's life (laughs) okay um so we said we set our intentions we create the strategy and we try to reduce friction as much as possible out of curiosity rather than that judgment so figure out what is why am i not able to drink enough water what is keeping me from that oh it's because i um i don't have a water bottle and maybe that's something you can invest in because a water bottle will help you drink more water when you're out and about rather than buy a bottle of water. So maybe let's say you're out of the house and then you're like, I'm supposed to drink more water, but I have to buy this like 20 peso bottle of water. That's such a waste of money. I don't want to do that. That's causing you friction. Maybe a water bottle will help. Um, 
in the morning, I can't seem to get out of my bed because I'm scrolling too much on my phone. That is friction. Maybe put your phone away from the bed. I'm not saying this about myself because I, just, I don't know. I can't. I just can't do this, okay? <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's another thing that's causing you friction and, and making it hard for you. All right, so... <laughs> Mine is, I can't get out of the bed because I'm actually still sleepy and I can't get out. <laughs> Maybe I should sleep earlier. <laughs> maybe I should just sleep more. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should sleep earlier. You know, like, those are yeah. things that we have to, to, instead of judging yourself all the time of being like, no, you just suck. No, you, you just, you just have no discipline. You just have no control. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Instead of that, what about why? Why is this situation happening and how can I address it better? You know? And then the last one is to take it easy. Like, enjoy the process. And that's another cheesy yep. thing, but very true. Enjoy mm-hmm. the process. Goes back. To, it goes back to the whole flexible discipline type of thing, where it's like, if your body needs to rest, your body needs to rest. If you're tired, you're tired. Take a chill pill. It does. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. And like we said, all of these things that you do is supposed to help you live your life. Like that is the goal is for you to be able to live and enjoy your life as much as you can. And if they're keeping you from doing that, reassess. Yeah. Dang. You know what? I'm going to listen back to this podcast. Where? I'm going to try to... <laughs> hey, I downloaded Spotify. Because apparently they stopped uploading to YouTube music. But it's an so Apple podcast. I, yeah, but I don't have... I'm not part of the Apple family anymore. Apple Premium or whatever you call it. So... I mean, we still have it. I just forgot to go back on. But anyways, yeah, I, I'm on Spotify. I've I've listened to our last 20 podcasts. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to listen back to you, this podcast. you, an avid listener. And, <laughs> I know, right? And I'm going to look back at this podcast and actually take these tips to heart. Because this year, this 2024, I will set some goals. Yeah, and even if you don't set goals, guys, that is also okay. Because I did that for the past three years. I did not set <laughs> And you any. still did good. You did good. I you did good. I did well. Yeah. I think it's also that pressure of, like, it's New Year. I have to set all of these things. And it's, like, not necessarily. It's really just a day apart, you know? It's just, like, one minute, one second shift. And it's, like, it's still all the same. You don't have to be, like, okay, New Year, new me. It can just be, like, New Year same girl working on what she's got to work on same person trying to be the best version of themselves yeah change does not mean you no because in a way right you're trying to change an aspect you're trying to do something to change yourself but like i said change doesn't mean you right so the new me new year new me thing is like why why do you have to be a new you you're just you right how profound a better you (laughs) a better you is not a different you it's a better you. So you, you is still me, me. What? <laughs> Do, re, me. <laughs> okay. I think that's a sign for us to go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Last words for the year. First for the start of the year, I guess. Guys, you should you should caption that. You, you is me, me. <laughs> okay. I think we're done. Uh, thank okay. you, everybody, we're for done. listening to the yeah, episode. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, <laughs> we, have a, we have a full year in store for you guys. So... Thank you for always tuning in and <laughs> and still listening to our random rambling. 
I don't think it's random, but anyways, future Elijah, if you were watching this episode, I hope you were able to um, work work on your goals as well. Yes, future Elijah, please, please listen to these tips. Don't take it for granted. is the end of the episode thank you again so much for listening to this episode please don't forget to follow the podcast and if you want to be part of the next conversations don't forget to follow the podcast on instagram at the donut box pod you can also follow me at Estra sebastian on youtube on tiktok on instagram on x and on threads and you can follow at healwithjoe.rnd for more nutrition things the Donut Box Podcast is an anima podcast podcast, and don't forget to follow them for the latest pods. Until the next episode, don't forget, you always deserve to eat.